What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 500 years in the future, the Earth has been destroyed. Yet, civilization thrives in a Martian utopia of nerds. But that is the future. Yeah, Utopia's gonna have to wait. This is Nerding Out with Ravy. And we want to welcome everybody. It's an all-new Nerding Out podcast. Hey. Where yo. you can find us on Nerding Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerding Out on Instagram. That's right. I'm excited today. We have our movie reviews for movies for whatever reason we haven't seen. Super Troopers for me, A Clockwork Orange for Cameron, The Matrix for Randy. Yes. Cameron got me all messed up yesterday. I got me all messed up. Why? Apparently. Because for some reason, (laughs) Cameron's like, are you sure it's Super Troopers? I thought you were doing Starship Troopers. And I was like, "Um, (laughs) I believe we talked about Super Troopers. And then I was flipping out looked at my list that I typed up and it said Super Troopers and I'm like Randy said meow which is Super Troopers yeah but I know for some reason Cameron thought mine was Starship Troopers you know what's crazy about this didn't we bring is, that did we bring it up during the podcast do we bring see, up what I, you're having weird what, just what did we bring up during the memory, podcast fake Starship memory Troopers. syndrome Starship Troopers I wrote Super Troopers on my sheet. Have I we, saw it. Have we referred back to the podcast? I didn't refer back to the podcast. I just referred back to my sheet. But Randy said meow at the <laughs> end. And meow is Super Troopers. So. I don't even know what to believe anymore. Sounds I know, like revisionist history. I think Cameron's just fucking us all up. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Well, I watched Super Troopers, okay? And Starship Troopers, of course. I haven't seen... Either Troopers well, movie, but I watched Super. Okay. Super Troopers. Well, I want the listening audience to know. Okay. From an editorial perspective, that last week when we recorded that episode, my hype was for Starship Troopers, <laughs> not Super Troopers. Even though I love Super Troopers, uh huh. I was really excited that you were going to watch Starship Troopers. Well, maybe <laughs> on an episode in the future. Ah, Starship Troopers. Okay. Uh, let's start, uh, before we do our reviews, let's start with all the Disney Plus news. Let's do that. First, they put out the commercial for the Marvel shows coming out, some mm-hmm. of them. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki. During the big game. And we were texting about it. We have a little group text. And WandaVision was not getting the love, except from me. Randy, what's your problem with WandaVision? Why do you hate Wanda? I don't know. Just when I first heard of it, it didn't look very appealing. Mm-hmm. But TBH, after seeing what? some of those pics <laughs> of the show yeah. and hearing more about it, it actually does sound, it sounds interesting. Like I like I like the way, I could be wrong. I could have this misconception of what, the sh- what I think the show is going to be. Okay. But if it is what I think it's going to be, then I'm actually starting to get a little bit excited. It's different. I remember you said you're, yeah. you're excited because it's different. Right. And I think I'm there now too. Kevin Feige said it's going to be... A sitcom 
done the Marvel way. Like a very trippy, weird sitcom. And that's why I'm excited about it. I mean, you could yeah. certainly see that. Because in the screen grab, it looks a lot like the, to me, when I see it, I know it's probably not going to be like this, but it looks almost like picturesque neighborhood Twilight Zone kind right. of thing. Well, you know? somebody posted on Twitter, I'm trying to find the post, but I read it a couple days ago that said their theory was that the show takes place in her mind. Yeah. Mm, okay. Which like, I think that is a super interesting like idea. Like maybe dealing with the fact that Vision yeah. is gone. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's kind of how I feel about it too. And if you look... You see something that looks kind of like the Brady Bunch. Mm -hmm. You see something that kind of looks like I Love Lucy. Yeah. yeah. I do wonder, though, if this is going to be like an, like to, to Cameron's point, the episodes as we go along, if it is all in her head, if it just differs from this is what this episode's going to be like. And then the next episode's right. going to be something completely different. I also wonder, though, for all these shows that they're announcing, I wonder if these are just going to be one season or two seasons. That's and then, a great question, too. Done. I've been wondering really that myself. Question. Because Cause you can't... I don't really see WandaVision continuing on beyond no. six episodes. Unless these no. are just bridges that connect movies yeah. to our, our plots to set up whatever. I think I've kind of looked at WandaVision and Loki both as kind of one-off miniseries. Yeah. yeah. And Falcon and Winter Soldier... Seems like the one, in my opinion, that they could run that with. That they could continue yeah. on. More okay. and more, but I guess we'll see. Um, very interesting stuff, though. Uh, Disney had their quarterly earnings call. Disney Plus, 26.5 million subscribers oh, since November. That's it? Wow. Uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so killing the game. Have, can I ask, have you all continued watching? No. Or have you put have you put the Disney Plus on the shelf for yes. the minute? I've no, put it on the shelf. Well, as you know, I'm in the middle of a Clone Wars binge. All right, yes. So I have it on every freaking day. Okay. <laughs> every day. So Between that and High School Musical, right. the musical, the series. Of course, right. naturally. So wow. those are the three things I've watched. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been indulging in a lot of ESPN Plus. Okay. Be, because it was part that? of the package. Well, for me, what I like the most, number one, like I bowling? don't- Bowling? I'm not a fan of the interface. It's very convoluted. There's a lot of different okay. things. I can't tell what's live, uh -huh. what's going to be live. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different shows for different sports I didn't even know about, like ESPN, The Kick or The Pitch, which is about <laughs> soccer <laughs> or, okay. or something. But I've been really enjoying the 30 for 30 documentaries. Okay. Those are fun. Those are all up there. Yeah, those are all those up are there. Those are very good, very well done. No, I'm probably not going to watch them. I think okay. you would enjoy the, the Peyton Manning show. You think I, Peyton Manning show is pretty funny. Yeah, what is Peyton's place? It's just, you know, him going to different teams, different cities, and just sort of like, I guess- Hanging like, out. Telling stories. Yeah. You know, okay. Doing funny things. He becomes a bear. He gets baptized into being I a Bears get into fan. That. The All Bears. Right. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. ESPN Plus. Dig it. So uh, after talking, you know, they patted themselves on the back, splooched a little bit over their 26.5 uh, million. Uh, uh, what we're most concerned about, when are these shows coming out? Yes. Tell me. I want to know. First up is going to be Falcon and Winter Soldier that is dropping in August. Sweet. Okay. Then we have Mandalorian Season 2 dropping in October. Nice. Um, I think the word I'm searching for is Mega Nuclear Boner. Mega Nuclear Boner. Also, very smart by Disney for they could not capitalize on Christmas the first time around. Mm -hmm. Being this out in October, everybody's boners are going to be back and they're going to have a <laughs> massive mega oh my God. Baby Yoda Christmas for my sure. Oh, huge. Boner and Rocket is now airborne. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm really excited for season two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And then WandaVision in December. So mm. it's going to be a very busy time. August, then October, then December. Rip, nip, rip, slip, drips. I did not, I did not think that like 
the Mandalorian, I knew it was going to be popular, yeah. right? Now, I think we're all kind of a little bit surprised by how good it was. Mm-hmm. And I really was not prepared for people of every different age, race, and background, yeah. like, loving it. Well, I, I've, I've met 10-year-olds that love it. Uh-huh. My yeah. parents love it. Grandparents love it. Like, And everybody loves it, I think, for different yeah. reasons. Yeah, too, it's really which cool. Which is excellent. Uh, there's going to be eight episodes of The Mandalorian, six episodes for the Marvel shows. And then Bob Come Iger uh, suggested <laughs> that the new new characters would yeah. be introduced in The Mandalorian in the third season, and then they might be spinning off. I think it is a very exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. I think so, too, because, you know, they totally get it now yeah. that Star Wars just works so much better Absolutely. when you can tell the stories. Because yeah. everyone was just honestly, they were fatigued out naturally. They're ready for the Skywalker saga to end. Yeah. It's concluded. Now you have the Mandalorian, like you just said, the possibility of them making more spinoff shows. And then you have things like Jedi Fallen Order, the video mm-hmm. game yeah. Yeah. that absolutely absolutely crushed expectations. They sold yeah. millions of copies. What they thought. And so because of that, people are going to start now funding money, giving money. And so hopefully we can see more Star Wars stuff in the future. Different Star Wars stuff. Right. A new to. pod racer game. That'd be fun. <laughs> Bring it on. Absolutely. But Bob Iger confirmed that the future of Star Wars right now is in television. Yeah. Movies are on hiatus. Cool. Which I think is great. Down I think with one, that. one of the reasons we personally liked Mandalorian so much is that it was not going at the breakneck pace of Rise no. of Skywalker. And Star Wars is so good on TV. Like, it really I is know. when you can tell a story. Yeah. Such good storytelling there. Bob Iger confirmed that the uh, Cassian Andor Rogue One prequel starring Diego Luna, that is happening. Obi-Wan series still happening, despite little bumps and little hiccups in the scripts. Mm-hmm. Look, take your time. Yeah, absolutely. You Make know it what I mean? Just take your time and then we will enjoy. Nothing is going to be worse if we get a crap product and then midway through the season we're like, this this sucks. Yeah. The Obi-Wan series is one of those that was created based off of fan demand. Good. Yeah. People like were saying all kinds of things on the yeah. internet for years about how they wanted Ewan McGregor to come back and uh, do a movie and that didn't happen. Right. And they're like, okay, Disney Plus I, is a thing. And so you can you can wait a minute yeah. and just, they're still going to be Make excited it right. about See, it. Make it right. I like this approach too because a, a few years ago, the whole idea of an origin or more in-depth had to mean movie. It equated to movie. And I like the idea of giving characters TV shows because mm-hmm. then it's a slower pace. You can kind of absorb all the information yeah. and what you're seeing and then, you, yeah. know, you know, go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I like that more. Me too. Cameron, make your best guess. When do you think there'll be a new Star Wars movie? Movie? In theaters. Hmm. I'm going to say, oh, <laughs> I'm going to say Christmas 2023. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking, okay. I was thinking even longer. I'm thinking like five years. Yeah, me too. You think? Five years I can, before I, there's a new Star Wars movie. I can see Let Disney it dropping it on us. Here's my thing. Okay. I can't tell. Like, I am so excited by the idea of, uh, like, a, a pre-prequel to yes. the Star Wars. Like, oh, the Knights, sure. Knights of the Old Republic right. mm-hmm. would be so freaking cool. But I can't tell if I would rather that be a series or, like, a trilogy okay. or a movie. Mm. Because it could be really, like, Game of Thrones-esque if yeah. it was a series. Uh, mm-hmm. But I could see them. It's so epic in scope. It's so epic in scope. I could see them doing that as the next film. Mm. Okay. I like that. I'm down. Uh, As you know, I'm involved in the Clone Wars. I am in it to win it. Yeah, where are you at now? Oh, yeah. Um, I think I've watched about 50 episodes. Okay. Wow. Um, And it makes so much sense 
to watch in chronological order. This oh, list, yeah. this list I was following, I'm like, oh my god, this thing is all over the place. What the hell? But I was following it, mm-hmm. and so I just watched episode 22 of season one, mm-hmm. which <laughs> involves Zero the Hut. Uh huh. Okay. They do the direct follow up episode to that in season three. So if you were watching it just as they were, season one, episode 22, and then you go to season two, episode one, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't see the follow-up to Zero the Hut until season three. It's insane. That's wild. So all I can say is if you're going to do it, do it the chronological way. It's making so much sense. I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for the new episodes that are coming in just a couple weeks. Nipple ripple. Shit. So, like you guys, are, yes. you guys are, you guys are way behind me Dude, if you're I, thinking about watching any Clone yeah. Wars. I've been, I've been kind of sporadically watching because I just rewatched most of it mm. uh, a couple months back after okay. I had finished Rebels. I and I've been just kind of randomly watching Rebels again too. So I think what I'm probably gonna do is watch like the last twenty episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to get myself like a real refresher mm-hmm. on the last yeah, couple of events like that happened. Yeah, because there's like a real big storyline yeah. that comes at the end there. Huge, yeah. That they pull the rug out from under us mm-hmm. and we were so upset and pissed. But I'm so, do we know how many episodes of that there's going to be? Of, of Star Wars stuff? Rebels? I a don't. Clone Wars? Let's, let's factor in Bort let's here. Hey, Bort, do you know how many new episodes of the Clone Wars there's going to be? It was between eight and ten. Between eight, eight and, and ten. I don't know if that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you feel like that's enough? I would like two more seasons, but I'll take it. Okay. Yeah, we'll take whatever we can get. Thank you, Bort. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I, I was just talking to him about the character Cad Bane. Yeah. That's a character I forgot about. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he's all over Clone Wars. I want a live action Cad Bane. <laughs> if anybody's listening, I can't be the only one. Oh yeah. Can't be the I'm only. I'm down. One. Me too. Uh, so, okay. W- before we do these movie reviews, I just want to make a quick stop here. Uh, mm-hmm. We have spent a lot of time talking about finales that did not live up to our expectations. Yeah. Yes. Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker. Sure. Now I know, Cameron, you never got into this show, but I'm giving props to Mike Sure for delivering a letter-perfect series finale for The Good Place. I have not seen I've a heard. single bad thing about yeah. it. Letter-perfect. I really like this show. It's not going to live in my heart like Parks and Rec. Naturally. Yeah. Okay. There's no type of character like Leslie Nope or Ron Swanson, which Mike Sure co-created with Greg Daniels. But it had interesting ideas. I thought it was a challenging show. I thought it was fun. It was funny. Very meta. Kristen Bell, who I love. Mm-hmm. But the series finale knocked it out of the park. Really? Congratulations. That's a good great. place. That's you know, awesome. it was really nice to see a season finale. What do you think of, what was it about the season finale that really, was it because like, this, all the story elements like were nice and tied up in a bow or the story elements were perfect the character elements were perfect yeah it was just everybody got their deserved ending yes for sure it That's was cool. you know very bittersweet yeah a little bit melancholy a little bit funny mm-hmm. it was just just note for note so good and it's awesome so it was like oh, it's so hard to do my what, god what a relief a series finale now granted there weren't a ton of episodes either of yeah. the good place mm-hmm. 13 episodes for four seasons Maybe they did a few more this year, but oh my gosh, it was so good. So good. Good job, Mike. Good job, Mike. Sure. We're looking forward <laughs> to whatever you're doing next. Is he involved in that Space Force series? I'm not 100% Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels, it, right? Daniels well, and 
Steve Carell for sure, but in, in case he's looking for his next big project, yeah, the f- people over at uh, Nerd Out just happen to have your script. <laughs> That's right, Randy. <laughs> We're here for you, Mike. If you Absolutely. need ideas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who is ready to review some movies that most likely the listeners have seen, but for whatever yeah. reason we have never seen them? Uh-huh. The movies are Super Troopers, The Matrix, and A Clockwork Orange. Now, Randy, you will find the little slips in front of you. Of course. D- draw and see who is going first. That would be Cameron. Oh, Clockwork Orange. Okay. Uh, clockwork freaking orange. Clockwork Orange. Now, yeah. I asked both Cameron and Randy if they wanted to play any clips. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a couple clips from yeah. Super Troopers. <laughs> uh, Cameron's response to me was no. I don't know. You know what I thought about that because... I like playing clips. Yep. Yeah. But I just did not know mm-hmm. what part of this movie I would play. Okay. Because overall thoughts, it's really hard for me to get into. Okay. It was really, really okay. hard. It was a chore for me to glue my eyes to the television. No pun intended. Right. You have to keep them propped open. Keep them prop open. <laughs> um, oh, God. But I think it's just like, it's one of these movies that I know why... I know why they play it in film schools. Mm-hmm. And I okay. know why like film nerds and cinephiles like Joe to this movie. I right. get it on paper, mm-hmm. but as a movie going experience, it was not enjoyable for me. Yeah. Like it, it, there's, I like the symbolism is like next level, mm-hmm. right? So you have this character who's a really bad guy, mm-hmm. who his favorite things to do, his name's Alex. Alex. Who's, by the way, Malcolm McDowell, I really did enjoy him in the role, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's one of those guys that, like, when you're a kid, you see in everything, and you're like, "Who is this guy?" Right. And then he's like old now, and I'm like, "Shit, he was in everything," mm-hmm. you know, and he's still working and stuff. So I don't know. That was that was cool for me. But anyway, so this Alex guy, real bad dude. His favorite thing to do is like rape, right? Basically, mm-hmm. and so you're like, "Wait a second, what's happening? This is the main character, right?" And what's weird is. What's, I think from story story perspective, what's really cool is at the end of the movie, there's a moment, or towards the end of the movie, there's a moment where you possibly feel bad for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a smidge. This criminal, raper, mm-hmm. murderer, like, just horrible really person. horrible, bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get that that was like an effective storytelling uh, element, mm-hmm. but... I am just not a fan of these movies that like Joe on themselves in symbolism. Okay. You know? That's Kubrick though. It is definitely Kubrick, but it also just like his movies, and I don't know if it was something in that era, and I mean, I love 2001, Mm -hmm. but man, do they go at a snail's pace. Oh, for sure. They go at a snail's pace. Some of anything you watch by him is a chore at some point. The Shining. Oh my God, Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. Yes, because I'm asleep. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of like, I, I, I tried several different times mm-hmm. to like go, okay, drop your, you know, mm-hmm. curtain of disbelief here. Just try and buy into the movie. And it was really difficult for me. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I get, it's definitely not something that I ever want to watch again. Right. Like, I think that people judge movies differently than one another obviously but i think there's kind of two main trains of thought in my opinion there's people who like go and enjoy movies because they're like wow that was a really good 
solid story mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave it and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in my opinion, like I, the way I love to watch movies is if like, if I see a movie and I want to watch it again mm-hmm. and again and again yeah. right. over the period of the next couple of years, in my opinion, that is a good movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And th- this, I just never want to watch it. It's again. kind of like the Joker experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watch Joker. We can all acknowledge Joker is an incredible movie. I'm not rushing to see it again, though. No. Now. Not at all. That being said, there was a giant wiener. Oh, yeah. Giant <laughs> wiener in this movie, Randy. I don't know if you've ever wow. seen it. <laughs> well, I've seen it the movie. It gets shoved into somebody's face. It sure does. Okay. <laughs> Bludgeons with the wiener. Um, but yeah, you know, overall well, underwhelming for me. I think it also goes back to something we were talking about a few weeks ago about how these movies from the 70s are just held up on a pedestal like gods. Absolutely. Kubrick, 100%. God, Francis Ford Coppola, God, Martin Scorsese, God, Steven Spielberg, gods. You know, they were making all these movies in the 70s, and the 70s is just looked at as Mm -hmm. an era of anything these guys would do. It was just perfection. Yeah. And that I think A Clockwork Orange definitely falls right into that. Now, there was one of the things I really did like about it, though, was... When they have these super violent scenes, mm-hmm. playing this like orchestral <laughs> classic music, uh-huh. it's a really interesting, you know, juxtaposition. Yeah, juxtaposition. Yeah. Um, and I and definitely a lot of movies have borrowed from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, absolutely, a million have borrowed. You from can that. see how many movies have cribbed off of that. Oh my god, tons, yeah. tons of movies. Have. So in that regard, like I get that there's elements that were recreated, but I don't know, wasn't for me. Okay. You want me to grade it? Sure, give it a grade. Hmm. On the boner scale or A to F scale? <laughs> uh, <laughs> boner scale. Um, huh. I'll say inverted. Inverted. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. A clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. There was a guy in Rotten Tomatoes from Village Voice. Oh, oh okay. His review Classy. was a painless, bloodless, and ultimately pointless futuristic fantasy. Ah. And mm. I... Uh, Mostly agree. You're right in with that? Yes. Okay. All right. Randy, who's going next? That would be you. Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Starship Troopers. <laughs> I swear, I wrote Super Troopers. I don't think I said Starship you Troopers. You probably said Super Troopers. I, I don't know why I remember vaguely talking about Starship Troopers. I think Troopers. we talked about it recently. In, in a different podcast. And that's why it was yeah. in my mind. Yeah. When did we talk? Can you please watch Starship Troopers soon? Yeah, I mean, not. Because I really want you to see it. Okay, fine. I think Cameron and I both were trying to convince you to watch it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you got to watch it. You like, there's like bugs and stuff. And see, so maybe we were talking about that. Yeah. But I mistakenly put Super Troopers on my list. Mm. So that's what, I think that's where it all stems from. I put the Ah, wrong Troopers. So it is your fault. As everything is. (laughs) So I ended up watching Super Troopers. Okay. And so when Cameron and I were kind of talking about it in the office and Mm -hmm. Seabass was around and Seabass, like, he got a big boner on the Nerd Not Bar scale. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, he was rock hard. (laughs) Like, if Seabass is rock hard for this movie, (laughs) I'm going to hate this thing, right? Yeah. So I put it out there on, uh, on our socials. Ladies, does anybody like Super Troopers? Yeah. Or is this just a bro fest? The response, overwhelming. Dude, it was like insane. Uh, I do. Love it. I still quote it weekly. It's hilarious. Just watched it last year. Really enjoyed it. I like it. Super funny. 
I love it, but I'm also not a normal chick. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, I love it. So funny. Watch it with a liter of cola and a cheeseburger. Hold the spit. <laughs> Farva's number one. Yes, I loved it. It's dumb, fun, quotable. I love this movie. Super hilarious. I'm watching it right. Meow. Oh, bad. <laughs> there you go. So overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. And from women. Oh, yeah. I wanted to hear from women. Yeah. So Super Troopers came out in 2001. And look, I'm, I, I turn it on. Mm-hmm. And the first thing <laughs> I notice, it's got a really peculiar energy to it. And that there is none. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. And then right out of the gate, the thing I hate most in the world <laughs> is when somebody puts something in their mouth and you can see it all through their teeth and there's that kid eating all the weed in the shrooms. <laughs> so I'm focused on that and not necessarily what's going on. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I was kind of like Cameron. I'm going to push through. Okay. I'm going to push through. Yeah. Uh, look, as far as the story goes, and I'm using story very loosely, as it went on, I was getting it more and more. These guys are dopes. They do stupid stuff on their job yeah. for their own amusement. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, they're the police version of the Woody show. Be- that is very accurate. Because we do stupid stuff. We hope people are amused. We're definitely <laughs> amused. And we're hoping the listening community is amused. Yeah, I was a bit relieved when Brian Cox comes on the scene, I'm like, hey, Brian Cox. Hey, Brian. <laughs> a guy I know. Yeah. That helped me. That helped bring me through because he's very frustrated with these guys, too, because they're about to lose their jobs. Right. Their outfit is about to be closed down. Like, they're a pube away from losing their jobs, and they're still behaving like <laughs> idiots, fighting with the other police yeah. force in Vermont, the Spurberry police that they were just going to be taking over the whole thing, and their like, little stretch of 50-mile highway that they patrol was just going to fall under the Spurberry police. There's like a drug ring that just by accident they end up busting. Mm-hmm. Here's, <laughs> here's the scene Randy was talking about last week. Okay. This is a young Jim Gaffigan who got pulled over, and he is a victim of the cat game, meaning how many times can you say meow? There's something funny here, boy? No, no, no. Well, then why are you laughing, Mr. Larry Johnson? All right, meow, where were we? I'm sorry, are you saying meow? Am I saying meow? I, I, th- I thought you... Don't think, boy, meow. Do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> meow, what is so damn funny? I could have swear you said meow. Do I look like a cat to you, boy? <laughs> Am I jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree? No, no. <laughs> Am I drinking milk from a saucer? <laughs> no. Well, do you see me eating mice? <laughs> hey, you stop laughing right now. Okay. That just sounds like your favorite scene. Like, do you see what I mean by the, the curious energy? <laughs> the idea. Yeah. See this? Oh, man. <laughs> I, when, when I hear Seabass loves it, it makes sense. Like, I can see Seabass sitting in his room by himself. Just watching it mm-hmm. and chuckling over how stupid it is, but uh-huh. like the only reason why I remember that is because it was so it was just so silly, right? You know, that's mm-hmm. the one, the only thing I really remember from that movie. But I could I could totally understand why it's not your cup of tea. Well, I well, you, and you hate you do not like cringe humor. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm so terrible at that. 
for a person who does not like cringe humor. And there's a fair amount of it in here. This is not the best movie. I will say I did not hate this movie. Okay. Okay. I did not love this movie, but I did not hate this movie. All right. Uh, I thought there was some legitimate things that made me laugh. Like Mm -hmm. the one dude was wearing the bulletproof cup and like the other guy like (laughs) shot him in the cup and that's like all he's wearing. I'm like, okay, what is going on? This here's the one. A lot of people were citing this scene. This is Farva at the burger joint. Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large Farva. I don't want a large Farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Leader is French. Forgive me some fucking cola before I break Moose fucking liver. All right, all right, relax. <laughs> oh, God. I love Farva. Um, yeah, I think he definitely, he's everybody's favorite character, I would yeah. think. One reply I got said, it's awesome when you're high, that might be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. So uh, maybe if I ever run into Super Troopers again. Get dumb baked. It will be dumb baked. Yeah. And I will enjoy it more. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. Curious energy. Mm-hmm. That is my review for Super Troopers. So up next, that just leaves you, Randy, <laughs> Randy. That's me. with hey. The Matrix. Speaking of movies to watch while being high, this is not a movie you should watch while high because it'll be just as confusing or if not more confusing than when you see it when you're sober. Now, I will say first, I feel like we've reached the point in human civilization in which people don't necessarily refer to The Matrix anymore because for a good while growing up, everyone always talked about The Matrix like, whoa, mm-hmm. you're like... Mr. Matrix, you doing those weird moves, or this is just like the Matrix. I feel like we've yeah. we've passed that point now. Oh yeah. To which, where when they announced the new Matrix movie coming out, people were just like, "Why? Why?" I think you that know? was a lot of people's reaction. Yeah, I think, yeah for Why? sure. So, especially my, after the second after, two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So my initial thought before going into it is, okay, I've never seen this movie before. People love it, but at the same time, everyone tells me to stay clear of the sequels. So I'm just gonna watch this without it, keeping yeah. the sequels in mind. Like sure. it's just the one shot, one off movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it starts off rather slow. I mean, we are introduced to Neo. Like, I don't even know Neo's real name. I just know they call him Neo in the movie. Right. And from the get-go, it's a slow movie. It's very confusing for me. I mean, granted, I did watch it while I was pretty tired. Okay. But even then, like, I tried going back and forth, back and forth to try to keep up. And it was just, I don't know. So what was confusing about it? Just the the story, like, trying to figure out without using my phone, without second screening, what the fuck The Matrix was. (laughs) I'm like, okay, wait, so... He's awake, but he's not awake because he's in like a pod and he could be farmed to these robots. I don't know. And then I'm like, wait a second. So you're telling me Agent Smith isn't human? Right. He's like mm-hmm. some pro. And little by little, I started to pick up what everything right. was going through. But to until I got to that point, I would come to a conclusion in which I thought was right, only to realize, oh, no, wait, that's not what the Matrix is. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is what it is. <laughs> but I will say for me... Everything started to pick up, you know, he, he comes into the Matrix, he's the one, according to Morpheus, he takes the pill, he gets into there, and it's not until after he meets with the Oracle mm-hmm. and Cypher, who's actually uh, working with the agents, flips and yeah, just starts killing dick. people. Right. Once that happens, the movie really starts to pick up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will admit, though, I am, you know, because Cameron kind of mentioned it, there are people who watch movies to just watch movies, to enjoy them. And then there are other people who watch movies and just, you know, they're nitpicky or it's for some artistic reason or whatever. Yep. Me watching The Matrix, I you know, you guys mentioned it. To me, the, the CGI wasn't necessarily too dated. 
because I just liked how it was incorporated yeah, in the movie. It's yeah. not too bad. It holds up. It holds up in 2020. I have to admit. I think it is for me. It's because they they used it where they had to use it. Yeah. And then they didn't use it. When they, they weren't did not like have to. forcing it in there. Yeah. They weren't making meerkats and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got to ask before I continue though. So for somebody who probably saw it in theaters when mm -hmm. it came out initially, mm -hmm. what what like uh, to that point, what was the greatest accomplishment in CGI for movies? Wow, probably that's Jurassic Park. Jurassic, Jurassic Park? Park, yeah, that's definitely a in 1993, right? Mm -hmm. Wow, so six years or until something came around. Early early 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Come on, 93. I nailed it. Come on, Jurassic. Park. <laughs> Come on, 93. But, but see, the, f you. The cool thing was like. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he would watch the movie Neo would do these sort of flips or something yeah. would happen and to the I don't know if it was in any other movie you would think okay this is kind of cheesy but it's impressive because you think about CGI and how the most like you know most uh, impressing accomplishment in CGI was 1993 with Jurassic Park mm -hmm. you can't help but think I wonder how they did that or I wonder how yep. that was pulled off even the Sentinels those robots that yeah. are flying through uh, the I can't forget the freaking name of the planet or the world they're in but even those look impressive. Yep. Even for graphics that are pretty outdated, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. Which then makes me think everything that came after that, like, really? The Matrix could pull it off, but you guys can't come up with decent CGI? Yeah. Please. A lot of that, I think, in my opinion, has to do with, like, overall design, too. Because yeah. the, the production design in The Matrix is, like, insanely yeah. good, mm -hmm. I think. I love the gritty, dirty, like, right. old... Computers with floppy disks, kind of thing. Yeah, Everybody's him grimy. Yeah, it's when, not slick. When you're yeah. in the Matrix, everything is kind of has like a greenish, mm -hmm. yellowish, yellowish tint. When you're not in the Matrix, everything's blue and dark yeah. and gray. And like, I don't know. I think they nailed that. You get characters with the computers. There's like 20 different monitors. He's saying, "Oh, you <laughs> yeah. want to learn jujitsu? Here's yeah, jujitsu." Oh, whoa! I'd love to learn something For else. For some reason, <laughs> in the future, nobody uses uh, computer mice. It's all keyboard. Yeah, right. But see, but see, for me, <laughs> what what completely tripped me the hell out was okay. So they're in the world that they're in, the real world, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. He's reborn, I mm -hmm. guess. Uh, robots are farming babies and stuff. There's yeah. there's a secret city that everyone talks about, uh, Zion. Zion, yep. you know. Yes. And but I'm going throughout the movie and I'm trying to figure out what things are. Like, okay, is Zion a place? Is it a real place? Because you don't, I don't. I don't think we've heard or seen anything about it. I know uh -huh. the agents are trying to get into it, but that's about it. And then you learn about how Neo's learning jujitsu and he's learning all these moves. And then suddenly he's in this world with Morpheus. And I'm like, wait, where the hell are, where are they now? <laughs> and then he'll pop into a regular city, which is the Matrix. Yeah. And then to me, it's just like, I, I'll definitely, I definitely have to watch it a second time. I, I don't think but I'll spend awake. time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'll spend time on the sequels too much, but I, I, I think I'm definitely going to rewatch regular movie the first one okay to really just get everything and make sure i didn't miss anything small but i will admit the one thing to me that really made the movie mm -hmm. was hugo weaving's character yeah i i'm barely realizing this now but i think i love hugo weaving oh yeah he's Dude. easy to love his he, he, i mean he's such a dick in the matrix yes yeah. but he's not like he's not like a, a loud dick mm -hmm. he's like a manipulative dick yeah and he and he plays it so well. So yeah. when Neo meets the Oracle, the Oracle tells him at some point Morpheus is going to sacrifice himself to save you. And so Neo leaves with that information, and he keeps it in mind. He's like, okay, well, I want to make sure that he doesn't do so. So when the they're, they fall into a trap, Mouse gets killed. Mm -hmm. They're shuffling down the wall. One of I guess one of the guys that he kills turns into an agent, mm -hmm. and then starts shooting him through the wall. Yeah. And then Morpheus breaks through the wall in order to prevent the agent from yeah. getting to Neo and getting yeah. to the rest of them. All the while, 
This is when Cypher is losing his shit and starting to kill people. Yep. But I digress. Okay. Agent Smith captures Morpheus. He has him locked up and he's interrogating him, trying to get, I believe, the codes to get into Zion. Okay. And this scene alone, for me, this is where I really just, I really just fell in love with Hugo Weaving. Okay. And he made the movie for me. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. Oh crap. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Like, come oh on. boy. Dude, can you imagine come how on. much different that character would be if he didn't play it? I know. <laughs> how weird. Like he makes so many choices, everything from his voice to his facial expressions, all that stuff. Would have been so much. I'm not saying it would have been bad if somebody else sure. did it, but it yeah. would have been so much different. Which now even makes Mr. me upset. Anderson. Because Marvel didn't want to pay him the money to play Red Skull. That's right. Did not come back for Red Skull. WTF. Hugo. And he's not going back for Matrix 4 either. Yeah. No. Which, so, which, which then F. makes me think, like, after seeing the movie and understanding everything about it, I'm like, well, not, not the plot, of course, but the, <laughs> the hype. I'm like, how could you have the Matrix without I know. Agent Smith? What did you think of uh, the action scenes towards the end of the movie? Yeah, so when he comes uh, back into the building to save Morpheus, when yeah. he has all those guns and that mm -hmm. big shootout, that's super impressive. Because yeah. then Isn't you start thinking about it. Scene? It's insane. It's absolutely, it's bananas. And again... Kind of like how we mentioned about how people who watch movies to enjoy it and people who watch it to nitpick small things. When you when I watch like the tutorials and how they how they played off or how they did the CGI, they're all small things that CGI at that time couldn't do, such as when Neo's kind of like dodging the bullets and falling back, right. his guns disappear and yeah, then they reappear. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think for if you take it for what it for what it is, it's it's an impressive feat in cinema. You mm -hmm. know, regardless of how you feel towards the movie or the plot. I think the fact that they were able to pull off all those things that they pulled off now that some movies nowadays still can't pull off. Yeah. Dude, it's I think insane. It's impressive. That, that last awesome. that fight scene when they come when he comes in with all the guns with Trinity and everything. Yeah. Like so much of that was just wires and practical effects. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. And you can tell it's practical, which what makes it so cool. It's kind of crazy too because Neo will push someone and they'll fly into a wall and the wall will explode. Right. Yeah. Or something. Or, <laughs> or you know, they'll, they'll shoot a pillar and the pillar suddenly explodes. I'm like, does everyone have hollow tips or what's going on? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I understand why people love this movie so much, primarily because it shows the, you know, the, the beauty of cinema, which is any crazy plots like this can work. Like if I yeah. were to tell you, okay, Ravi, I have an idea which is going to blow your mind. It's it, it doesn't make sense until you put a face and actions behind it. And that's what the matrix did. And I, I think it's, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Although I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> sure. on the time. <laughs> yeah. I had a fun time. I think that's good. how 90% of people left the theater. Yeah. Like, I think so too. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh my God. This was a mind blowing experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was it about? Things and stuff. Uh, I, it was about yeah. the matrix, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little, the one thing I will admit is a little cheesy, a little too cheesy for my taste. It's but pretty cheesy. It can, yeah, it but be. I, I mm -hmm. give it, you know, I give it some slack because come on, it's the Matrix. Okay, yeah, it's Keanu. It's Keanu. Um, Keanu Bay. I didn't grade Super Troopers on the boner scale. Oh yeah, good I will give it a flaccid. That's pretty good. Uh, what will you grade the Matrix? Got to give it a chub. Chubbin. Chub. Chubbin. Out. I did, I, I'm not gonna say it was <laughs> Randy's chub. Chubbin out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be like this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Sure. But it, it's. 
it's it's a movie that really encompasses I want to say how creative you can get in films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The practical effects are really cool. I would say it's in my top 20. Yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. honestly say probably top 30, top 25. Yeah. It deserves respect. You gotta Even watch with the chub? Even you don't have a ranger chub. for 25 movies? <laughs> I'm a bad movie person. You know this. But uh, yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a chub. A big, right. old, big old chub. It's got a big old chub. Big old chub. All right, we'll have to keep kind of doing this you know, i like it finding movies that yeah. we haven't seen even though if look you put clockwork orange on your list yourself I know, yeah. don't I know. look at us and be upset i know that you had to see <laughs> the look, scene I'm, with the big I'm wing glad, i'm glad I, I i am glad i watched it yeah because i can finally say i watched it and mm-hmm. i can formulate my own opinion about it yeah instead of hearing my cinephile friends talk about it and me just go, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah, a clockwork, yeah. big wieners, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of orange in there. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid name, I, I forgot to mention that. Stupid oh, clockwork name. Orange. I get it, more <laughs> symbolism, but. Sure, okay, ugh. all right. Next week, our review of Birds of Prey, oh, which red. hits theaters tonight. Um, oh, shit. We it are, does? it does. Oh, like for, uh, oh. Thursday night, all it red, will be okay. in theaters. Uh, we're recording this Wednesday afternoon. The review embargo has not been lifted. It has not. Is this troubling to you? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And to be honest with you, like I've I've seen some people that haven't quote reviewed it yet, but okay. they've given like their first impression. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone into detail, but uh, so far the uh, hype seems to be there. Okay. Like good. there seems to be very positive feedback coming in. Because that always makes me nervous. If the review embargo isn't lifted like a week before. I agree, but I think like DC is probably just Maybe they're playing it close to the Mega nuclear yeah. careful. Well okay. currently, because I remember seeing IGN post something on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got ninety one. Oh, they got a number up? Excellent. Yeah, they got a number up. They didn't have a number up good. from critics? Uh yep. Rip. The audience score, ninety one. Okay. Sit there. I'm good. Margo, Robbie, congrats, I'm good now. congrats I'm good now. to all of our Instagram winners, by the way. Who yes. yes. Tickets to go and see that screening. Hit us up. Uh, so we can include some of your comments next week. What you guys think? Birds of Prey. Ripple. And also next week, Cameron and I and the Alt 98.7 sales team have a meeting for our idea about the next Nerd Nut Meetup. We're excited. The venue's excited. Hopefully we can all come together in a wonderful synergy yes. and have another nerding out meetup coming at you it would be so dope I'm if just we can saying, pull this off here's a hint get your passports ready <laughs> get it you won't need a, you won't need a passport getting get getting. your pilot's license get yeah. your pilot's hope license hope you like the moon so yeah fingers crossed no it should be very cool fingers crossed that we could pull this off I know you guys will really really dig it follow nerding out on Instagram nerding out LA on Facebook and Twitter thank you for liking engaging like I said we got so much response when all I ask is, do the chicks like super troopers? <laughs> Got a lot of response. Just want you to know that we appreciate it. We read it. We thank you for it. We love you. We love you. You're giving Randy a chub. Randy's uh, chubbing up over yeah. here. <laughs> and we will catch you next week with our Birds of Prey review on Nerdin' Out. Meow rip. That was Nerdin' Out with Ravy. Remember to store this episode in a bag with an acid-free board and put your retainer in when you go to sleep. Until next time.